Hello, everybody. This is Zach Lyons on the day before my birthday. On behalf of 615 Sessions and the Football and Other Efforts podcast, <laughs> happy birthday to me and happy Derrick Henry Day to each and every one of you. How are you boys doing today? Because I am feeling downright delightful and giddy. In order for us to tell you how we're feeling, you should probably introduce everybody as he begins to drink <laughs> on air. I am here. This is Buck Rising, getting ready to eat crow for the next 30 minutes and change. Zach Lyons of the Football and Other F-Words podcast has just Cheers. poured himself a beer in a champagne glass. Got to keep it classy. It appears, and Mr. Lebowski has joined us from an undisclosed beach location where he, too, is celebrating Derrick Henry Day. Oh, and we have a surprise visitor, maybe with child, as we welcome in Mike Miracles <laughs> and this goofy-ass Zoom face. Hello, Michael. What's up, boys? It's recording. We're in the middle of it. You just, uh, you just popped in to the midst of this. Zach is drinking on air. Lebowski is basking on the beach. And I hear a child in the background, I believe. And it's there, not Huxley. There, there is a child. Yeah, not Huxley. But, uh, yeah, I, I uh, decided to go ahead and crash the party. I uh, am in the act of feeding the baby, but I didn't want to miss out on Zach's uh, celebrapalooza here. Well, please, let me Here's no longer interrupt the, uh, interrupt the proceedings. I'm just here to, uh, to suck it today because that is what I am <laughs> going to do on the heels of a four-year, $50 million contract extension right at the deadline for Derrick Henry and the Tennessee Titans. Michael, your reaction when you saw the news? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm excited for Henry for one. I, I think it's a good example of a guy that, you know, positional value be damned. He's done all the right things. He's done exactly what the coaching staff asked him to do, taking on more of a leadership role and you know not to mention the fact that you know he trains and works his ass off and has played his ass off the last couple of years um and has emerged as one of the best running backs in the nfl um so you got to be happy for that guy uh and i think it's a good good move for the team i mean uh, you know we've we can debate the value of the running back position uh until we're blue in the face but if you look at the titans and how they're built this is how they are built to win football games as a bully. Uh, they want to be a bully on offense, and it's different than the, what the rest of the league is doing, and, and maybe it's not going to line up with what analytics says that you should do all the time, but I think this is the Titans' identity. I think they feel like this identity works for them, um, and I, you know they're not necessarily falling in line with the rest of the league. I think that's okay. Um, I think I'd rather see them steer into an identity that – they have they have proven uh you know can work rather than try to chase something that they just don't simply have the roster for um you know they don't have pa Patrick Mahomes walking through that door as good as Tannehill is uh you know that that's just not a model that everyone can chase so why not be the best at what you do well Lebowski they're built to bully I am going to be bullied on the internet mercilessly today deservedly so I should have done my job better how much bullying do I deserve are you going to be the source of that bullying or you're going to leave it for our intoxicated friend in the bottom left hand corner of our screen I'm gonna let the uh let the Zacks of the world enjoy themselves I, I 
you know, even as of yesterday, not 24 hours ago, Schefter was saying it's not going to happen. Eh, he said he didn't expect it to happen. Okay, easy. Did you get a four-year deal or did Derrick Henry get a four-year deal? You're just having a great time with this. It feels like we all got a four-year deal. <laughs> I, I'm not, I, I, not going to jump on it. I mean, what, what else can you do? This literally came at the last minute. I, I think most Titans fans got up this morning resigned to the fact that a long-term deal wasn't going to happen. But you got to be happy that it does because now you're getting Henry back the Titans are going to get four years of his prime and they don't have to battle in 2021 with free agent, a free agent loaded free agent market and Derrick Henry possibly getting chased by other teams for a sweeter deal. So I think it works out great for both parties. All right, birthday boy, take your victory lap. Let's go. You know what? I'm not going to take the victory lap. I think the champagne beer and the party hat and everything I've said on Twitter proves that I don't have to take a victory lap because I already took it. I, I took wow. it before I came on the show. I don't you know, know who's sucking down liquid harder, you or Mike's kid that we can hear in the background. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't well, I just don't know. I didn't know that men could produce breast milk. So this is a unique situation that we have going on here live you, you, on the air. You can milk anything with nipples, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> can you milk me, Greg? I swear to God, this is – all right, so here's what I'm going to do. I don't know, uh, I don't know how this is going to play out for the audio audience, but I'm going to eat crow here. I'm going to take my headphones off for just a moment so I will not be able to hear you boys as I begin my Derrick Henry – Apology tour. Oh, got the crown. And I'm going to sit here and I'm going to say before you and before God and before the Twitter trolls that exist in my mentions, I did a bad job on this. I did not do my job thoroughly. This should be a lesson to all reporters who get too gas baggy from time to time to be thorough in doing their work. I took advantage of the opportunity to say I was right before the deadline had passed, and I let Adam Schefter's word be gospel, which in probably 10,000 other scenarios is going to be spot on, but this serves to humble me. Congratulations to Derrick Henry. Congratulations to Titans fans. I hope each and every one of you celebrate this deal today because I know there's plenty of people who are happy and plenty of people who are going to tell you that this is a bad deal. And I think at least for today, Wednesday, when we're taping this, and as long as it takes for us to get to a football season, you should be allowed to celebrate a deal with your franchise player, the star running back of the Tennessee Titans. Congratulations, Derrick Henry and his family. That is how I will conclude my apology tour. Can, and, can I say and, two things real quick? Of oh, course. My God, you had 10 minutes, I, Mike. I'm, I'm, I can't tell you how little, how unsurprised I am that you have a crown in your house for one buck. Uh, <laughs> my birthday. No, not just a crown in the house, a crown ready to go. <laughs> yes, yes. He probably has one in every room, let's be honest. And, uh, give me my crown. Say, this is my bedroom crown. It looks really good on you. I, I got to give it to you. you. You should wear it more often. <laughs> All right, Zebo. Now you may rant and rave. Here's what I want to say. And, and you weren't the only one that took the Schefter words and saw the negativity. So I, I don't, I, th I know that you're being hard on yourself and you're, you're 
you are uh, taking ownership. But there is a, quite a few people that were on Twitter yesterday take, that need to take ownership. There were even fans who saying that Henry was going to sit out and that he is probably pissed, you know, projecting their own feelings onto it. But it's just patience. We, we, I think Mike hit the nail on the head that typically deadlines make deals. And I think if you just look at the history of this franchise, I think, I think we're still stuck, and this goes back to a couple episodes ago, still stuck that sometimes this Titans franchise is the Titans franchise of old. It's not. And we have a good deal. J-Rob made an excellent deal for Derrick Henry. We still need to see a couple cap hits and stuff, but I'm not too worried about it because it's John Robinson. You just got to have faith. And you're right. We have a running back. Yes, we paid a 27-year-old running back. But he's a 27-year-old running back that that for the first two years of his career didn't have a lot of tread. Really two years and a half if you count half of the 2018 season. Not a lot of tread on the hurt. tires. Yeah, he not a lot of tread on the tires. He's missed one game, I think, due to health concerns. And he's just a freak of nature. We've seen the workout videos. It's I get it. Analytics community and Jeff Schwartz. Mitchell's brother, I'm sorry. Mitchell's brother. He really uh, didn't waste any yeah. time to try and pee on your parade. Yeah. And I get it. They all just don't they don't want to pay running backs. But every running back situation is a little different. Paying Derrick Henry what we're paying him looks like from a person that watches the team since 2002, this is a really damn good, reasonable deal. And it's not really overpaying the cap. We don't know how much it will go up or if it will even go up. But more than likely, the cap hits are going to be very moderate. And it's probably going to be easy to get out of after year three. This keeps Tannehill and Derrick Henry together pretty much for the next three years, keeps your offensive identity. You can build other things uh, on this team to support this offensive identity and not have to worry about it. I mean, it's just, it's good business. It was, it was such an easy, smart, good business decision. Well, because I tried to hate the deal just because I, you know, I still am not crazy about the idea of paying running backs, even in consideration with all of those things you said. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here today and talk about like how we'll wait to be proven right. But let's, let's, start with, let's start with the deal itself and let's start with the guy who's responsible for getting the deal done. Lebowski, John Robinson, are we just now, because he's been telling us since the start and at this point, John Robinson is as transparent as any general manager as I can remember with their fan base in any way, shape or form. The players are going to trust him implicitly. Do you now, as a Titans fan, trust your general manager implicitly? 100%. Like, completely, blindly, like, scary Jonestown ready to follow. Completely trust the man. Absolutely. <laughs> Hell not comment. Skept, skeptical at first. Obviously, when you, you come out of the horror show that was the uh, late 2000s Titans, no. Implicitly, completely trust. Michael, the – Terms of the deal, we know four years, $50 million, $25.5 million guaranteed. I want to know the structure. I want to know what his 2020 cap hit is. I want to know what else they have planned. Because just because they got this deal done does not mean that they are necessarily done. And I think that depending on how this gets uh, this plays out, we saw Ryan Tannehill take a lesser cap hit in the larger scheme of things for 2020, do you think Derrick Henry will have done the same? 
Almost certainly. Uh, the Titans, almost all of their contracts over the last few years under John Robinson and, you know, then Marino doing the contracts, they almost all get low first-year cap hits on long-term deals. Uh, and then the, the preceding years uh, towards the end, it gets progressively a little bit larger. Um, so a, a good rule of thumb, I think if you look at like Adam Humphrey's contract, Roger Saffold's contract, uh, some of the bigger deals from last offseason, you'll see the first-year cap hit is generally about half of the remaining cap hit. So if, if Henry's deal is spread out the same way, and it all depends on what the signing bonus is and, and kind of how everything's structured, but uh, if Henry's deal follows that same pattern that they have used on other guys like that that are in that same price range, I would say it's safe to expect his cap hit to be somewhere in the 7 or $8 million range for – uh, 2020, and then go up to you know somewhere around 14 million uh, in 21, 22, and 23. Uh, and obviously, if that's the case, that comes in, you know, that adds two or three million to your bottom line as far as your 2020 available space because he was carrying a cap hold of 10.2 million uh, with the franchise tag. So you may actually have freed up some additional space in the short term. Uh, by making this deal. I, I think that that is a real possibility. And it could, you know, give John Robinson a little bit of that wiggle room he might need to sign a certain uh, dreadlocked uh, defensive end that we're all uh, patiently waiting on. I'm sitting here with a smile on my face that's getting bigger and bigger throughout the course of Mike breaking that down. Because I see Zach legitimately, if you're viewing with us on YouTube, wiggling in his I, I'm just so happy. excitement. <laughs> wiggling in his chair because of what we are alluding to the potential there is cap space now available to help bring Jadavion Clowney in before training camp I, I mean I honestly I don't even think you guys need me here today like this should just be your podcast I'm just the platform on which we're hosting it go ahead Zebo. I mean, the deal was made with Clowney in mind there's no doubt about it when you're talking about the cap hit and all that stuff now we can sign Clowney and still have cap room to sign those little veteran players here and there if we get injuries and stuff. It's, it's such a good deal. Let me tell you how good a deal this is. Do you all remember the details of Chris Johnson's contract that he signed almost 10 years ago? Four years, $53 million deal, $30 million guaranteed. That was 10 years ago. Not only wow. does that show how smart that John Robinson is, but it also shows that really running backs are really a lot more devalued than what people really that under this, I guess just really overstates that fact that running backs have just not moved the needle in about 10 years for the most part, but that's what we signed Chris Johnson to. And we got Derek Henry who depending on who you talk to, I think is technically a better all around running back than Chris Johnson. But this that's a good deal that I mean that really puts into perspective how good of a deal this is i i told you i can't hate it i can't hate it there will be there will be people that try to hate it today i'm i'm you know i'm i'm busy taking l's on all fronts so i don't mind to take another one in terms of saying that if you're going to pay him pay him 12 and a half is 12 and, a, and this is not this is not just because i know that i said it at a certain point, but when any any time that we would discuss, be it here, be it your guys' podcast, football, and other efforts, rate, review, and subscribe, there was a new episode 
put out recently this week, whether it was on the radio, on television, wherever they would ask me, 12 to 12 and a half million dollars a year annually on an extension for him is what I was comfortable, you know, what I would be comfortable with that amount looking, uh, looking like for him and for the team and for them to be able to have the financial flexibility to do the things that they needed to do to make sure that they maximize this window. And again, that's not, I'm not trying to take any kind of victory lap or try to salvage any kind of credibility on this. I, like I said, I'm, I'm here to eat crow today, but I just don't, what, what if anything, because we'll, we'll play devil's advocate. What if anything could make you less excited about this deal? Is there anything? You got everybody in Tennessee celebrating a Derrick Henry contract today. Is there one thing that we don't yet know about this contract, Lebowski, that could potentially level you out a little bit? Or is it just all coming up roses at this point? I think it's coming up roses only because my concern is – it's okay to say that. It's totally fine to say that. My concern is only is the concern of every fan base with every player is that now suddenly you've locked Tannehill and and Henry in together and they have a second season or I should say together have a second season regression. Now all of a sudden you've got you know fan base pointing and saying, see, see, you locked them both into deals. Now, you know, look what's happening. At this point, right now, quick reaction, no, coming up roses. All right. Let's go around the room. Mike, you start. What would you say to Jeff Schwartz if you had the opportunity to say something to Jeff Schwartz today? <laughs> um, you know, Jeff, Mitch's brother. Um, oh, I, know... I forgot. He who must not be named. We can't we, – uh, forgive me. I, I violated the first rule of fight club. That's right. Mitch's, Mitch's brother. Uh, you have held this grudge against the Titans fan base for five years now over a, a first-team All-Pro for your little brother. Uh, that he did not get because of Jack Conklin. And you need to let it go, bud. It's, uh, it's time to just accept the fact that the Titans are not the dumpster fire that you like to make them out to be. They're a successful NFL franchise that is going to contend with uh, your beloved Chiefs uh, here for the next few years. And, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. There's no doubt the Chiefs are great. But, uh, you know, hey, back off the Titans a little bit. Zero. Hey there, little fella. Let's just all relax and have a, have some beers and talk football in a sensible manner and not just pull random clips and quote tweet them and get the player wrong if you're an analyst. If you're such a good analyst and your podcast is called Jeff Schwartz is Smarter Than You, then it may be good to actually do the research and get the players right to prove that you are smarter than us. Because right now you look like a big old idiot, little fella. In a clown hat. Lebowski. I just don't understand. I mean, if you go through the man's Twitter feed, it is nonstop responding to Titans fans trying to find new angles to dig. Give it up, dude. I know you're just doing it for clicks, but at this point, your opinion sucks. Just go back to being Mitch's brother. (laughs) <laughs> a message to Jeff Schwartz here on the 615 sessions. Now, I don't know what to make of this as we sit here recording a live emergency podcast, and we'll wrap things up here in a little bit. I know you guys have actual responsibilities, and I appreciate you being Obviously, willing. look at how I'm dressed. No, I know. You look absolutely <laughs> ridiculous, and I'm so happy. I'm so happy that we have the visual gag of all of this. And Mike not in the picture, I honestly think it makes it better. 
just for the sake of everything else that's going on on this Because he's like, always smiling. It doesn't matter what you say. He's always smiling. It's a very, very Paul Kaharski Titans Media Zoom-esque attempt at clout without having to move his face. The fake smile lives on. Now, I don't know what to make of this because we'll wrap it up after we conclude, but the Tennessee Titans on Facebook have just canceled every – preseason game and every regular season game in terms of the events that were scheduled I you know just doing my due diligence had accepted an invitation to those games as events given that in all likelihood I would be covering those games and events but they have just canceled each and every one of them now not to piss on your parade Jeff Schwartz style but should I make anything of that Uh, I don't know because I, I don't – is Facebook still, like, pertinent to society as a whole? I Makes mean, a ton of money for us. I promise <laughs> you that. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I guess. I guess there's a little bit of something to be concerned about, but maybe they're just uh, redoing some artwork or something. I don't know how Facebook works. I don't know if you have to cancel a whole event to redo some artwork or whatever. What are they just going to double? I didn't even. I didn't even know teams. Well, I didn't even know teams even put events on Facebook for their own games. Isn't that what a a fucking schedule is for? What's wrong with society now? (laughs) Everything has to be on Facebook. (sighs) Get it, Dad Lowowski. I, yeah, I think there's cause for concern just because it still leaves out the option. I think the NFL is going to play. I was saying this this week on our podcast. I think the NFL, hell or high water, is going to play games. I think there's a strong possibility you're going to get two games into the season with fans and that no no fans are going to be in attendance. So I think there's concern from a press standpoint and from fans actually wanting to be at the venue. But as far as concern about the games being played, I think if the NFL has to set up makeshift stadiums on the moon, they're going to figure it out and they're going to play football this season. Okay. Well, we won't ruminate in things that could be or may not be or all of those things. Today is to celebrate the three of you, the Tennessee Titans, Derrick Henry, and the fan base. I'm very happy for all three of my friends. Cheers, Zebo. Happy early birthday. I hope that you celebrate it with great intoxicate, intoxication and dreams of running back stiff arming Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm gonna watch the Derrick I'm gonna watch Derrick Henry highlights and eat a seafood tower, maybe naked. <laughs> As everybody should celebrate Wonderful. their birthday. Uh, appreciate the boys of the football and other F Words podcast for joining us for this emergency contract edition. Derrick Henry will at some point speak for the first time this offseason to the local assembled media. So in the meantime, we will talk to you guys on Tuesday. This has been the 615 Sessions podcast powered by Tennessee Tickets. Brought to you as always by A to Z Sports and A to Z Sports Nashville.com.